0: and we're back back (laughs) again (laughs) tell all your friends hi everyone this is talking shit with the yank and the brit Yay! I told that you knew I was really hesitant <laughs> to do the intro. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. Well done. Thank you. Hello, everybody. As you heard, this is talking shit with the yank and a Brit. I'm Kate, and here with Gemma, and we're gonna talk to you about some shit and stuff, and stuff and shit and things, because that's what we do here. And if you're new here
1: then thank you for joining us on this wonderful journey that we're on. And if you're a regular listener, then it's so good to have you back again. I don't know why I was doing a southern accent.
0: I liked it, though. I, I just, you do accents so well, and you still haven't really kind of, well, I mean, I think you've, you've given us little breadcrumbs of your different accent ability, but you haven't, I haven't been able to be like, okay, do Scouser, and now do babe farmer and then do you know the only way is Essex. (laughs) (laughs) Well one day we'll do that. Maybe I
1: could um, read some of the tales we've got today in different accents for
0: you. Hey I like that. Do that. I'll do that then. That makes me think of that clip I sent you though a while ago where it was like a I think it was like blind blind date spoof or love is blind spoof where you can't see the person and the woman's just like, I love British guys. And then it's all these guys with different British accents and she, yeah. the woman's like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> she was thinking like, Hugh Grant, British. Yeah, <laughs> And that is not what all of Britain sounds like. <laughs>
1: no, not at all. Sorry to disappoint anyone who thinks that we all talk incredibly posh and a stuttering you know, charming, n- I'm just a nervous, charming, charming English, English people.
0: <laughs> well, and I, you know, I guess this the stereotype you guys have for Americans is kind of some of the more extreme versions too, right? Yeah. Though I think only probably one person ever said that they liked my accent over there, and I was like, why? <laughs> 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 Ew.
1: <laughs> Ew. Why? So this is my go-to. I always do California.
0: That is some impressive vocal fry you have going Thank on you. there. Oh my god! I just sound like I'm from the <laughs> ring. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so we've uh,
1: got a juicy little update from last week's. Am I the asshole?
0: You know you are, baby.
1: Mm. beautiful. So, just to refresh your memories, um, it was Am I the Arsehole for telling my fiancé that if he expects me to contribute 50-50, we have to make some serious life changes. Um, we discussed the possibility of him, do not you know, having a gambling problem or being jerk-circled into... <laughs> Circle-jerked.
0: <laughs> Circle-jerked. <laughs>
1: Anyway, an update's been posted and I think we need to share. I agree. Hi, everyone. (laughs) This got way bigger than (laughs) intended. So I figured a follow-up was owed. So last time I posted was on Monday. Monday as a whole was spent just sorting out what I felt what to do next. There was a lot of silence and a lot of anger and a lot of Reddit advice, some of which I found very insightful, some of which less so. (laughs) Also, some people think I made this up as part of a viral marketing sponsorship between Buffalo Wild Wings, Audi and Zillow, which honestly would solve the money <laughs> problems if true. But alas, it's not the case. On Tuesday, after I got home from work, I sort of just walked up to him on the...
0: Elliptical? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like, how do I pronounce that word?
0: Weirdly remember that because it's like, oh, he's just on the elliptical. And she's like, now's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, And
1: explained as calmly as I could that I had questions. And if he actually wanted to marry me, he needed to be willing to answer them. I asked if he thought I was a gold digger. Yes or no? He said yes. I
0: ain't saying she a gold digger.
1: She ain't messing with no broke. No broke, but broke. I told him that I wasn't willing to be in a relationship where I have to prove myself by sacrificing any sort of stability that led to a bit of a screaming on oh, sorry and that led to a bit of a screaming match and eventually a confession. Dun, dun, dun. So, it turns out we can't afford anything we have right now. We are in serious credit card debt. The cars are both on the verge of being repossessed and I did not know about any of this. He's been cutting corners on actual necessities, including psychiatric medication. That, in combination with some comments from his family, led to some pretty dark places. My fiancé had a full breakdown and apologised for calling me a gold digger, which was nice to hear, but this whole thing had me pretty shaken up. Mm-hmm. I went to stay with a friend for a bit. Yesterday, my fiancé and I did, in fact, go out to BMW and get... Oh, sorry, no, to BWW which is Buffalo Wild Wings, if yep. Anyone wondering, to get the two-for-one boneless. We talked a lot. I'm still writing Fiance for now, and I really hope we can work through all of this. We talked about how to sell the cars. I don't particularly have a choice at this point. And about my income, his income, and the sort of life we want to have. If we do stay together, we'll be changing how we live a lot. We need to get out of debt. We need to get on our feet. I know some people are going to say that I'm being dumb for not immediately dropping all contact and giving up on the relationship, but I can't do that. I can't look at the guy I love who went off his meds to try and make a good life for me and think he's not worth sticking around for, or at least try. I don't know what the future looks like at all anymore, and the wedding is very much postponed at the moment. Sorry this wasn't more of a fun update.
0: I love being right. (laughs) (laughs) while we probably didn't specifically say what the actual truth was i think we both definitely felt like there was something going on that he wasn't being honest about Mm -hmm. um i think i thought he was maybe doing this really avoidant passive aggressive thing to get her to like Call off the engagement, break up with him. Yeah. Um. And maybe there was still some of that too. I, I don't know, but like definitely he was. There was something there that he was hiding that There's was driving this. On. Yeah. And it, honestly, it's not a surprise, uh, given kind of how he approached her and what he said he needed. That it's just a ton of debt. Um. Because I think you said Gemma maybe like is something going on with his job mm. that he lost it or like something with money. Um. But I think it was pretty clear, just based on not knowing anything about these people, except for what was written in the post, that he was trying to resolve an issue without having to confess that he fucked up in some way. Yeah. I also think it's funny that they went to Buffalo Wild Wings to get the meal deal and discussed their relationship <laughs> problems. That's <laughs> very romantic in a way. Yeah, I guess. It seems to be a
1: lot of people have this problem where they live above their means, because you can get everything on credit these days. People are like, oh, I just got a really nice car and just pay mm. it off. And it's like, well, guys, you can't actually afford it.
0: Yeah. So you shouldn't yeah. be doing it. I see that a lot in my line of work as like kind of a factor in maybe separation for, you know, the cases I have where people are getting divorced. Um, just And like some secrecy around spending and mm. stuff like that. And then, it happens a
1: lot in the fraud world as well, actually.
0: Oh, I bet Mm, because people buy
1: cars they can't afford or they could afford it and then they lose their job. So they manufacture their car getting stolen or something like that.
0: But you always figure them out, don't you, Gemma? I always catch those bad guys. That's what I do. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, so we don't often, I think, follow up on those, but that one I became aware of quickly because one of our listeners shared um Thank with you. us hey matt uh that there was an update kind of like really quickly after i think our episode published so we thought it was important to mm. you know continue that saga
1: <laughs> it's what we do we live to serve you know
0: yeah so. yeah speaking of kind of relationship issues and you know maybe poor communication and stuff i think we thought it would be fun to kind of Do a little bit of a, you know, revisit of some of the conversations we've had in the past about love and dating and kind of also tying it in with a little bit about, you know, toxic masculinity and all of that. (laughs) But let me just I think it probably would be important to say that, like, women also can contribute to really horrible dynamics in relationships, Mm -hmm. too. It's not always men. Um, And there will be examples of such. Oh, okay. I'm excited mm. to hear. I also, you know, I think I'm comfortable admitting that I I too have probably committed some cardinal sins in relationships of just being, you know, kind of horrible or not forthcoming or a poor communicator and stuff. So, you know, we're we're not perfect. I think you and I can recognize that because we're very very self-aware and mature and insightful beings at mm. our age, but it's
1: taken some time to get there. Kate, hasn't it? Yeah, you know, it's a learning process. You don't reach perfection like this. Just you're not born with it.
0: No, it's something. Maybe it's, maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. So, you, I know you have something you want to share with me. I'll let you go first.
1: Yeah. So I just came across this. Um, Article is again based on Reddit because I just live on Reddit because that's what I do in my spare time. Um, and someone asked, "What's something that happened on a first date that made you decide against a second date?" <laughs> and lo and behold, some of them are fucking hilarious. So I'll have to read some point,
0: maybe to us, but not to the people. Not to the people, <laughs> though.
1: Okay, so number one. He used his pocket knife to cut me a slice of cake and later scraped some dirt clumps off his shoe with the same knife. Oh. (laughs) I asked him if he'd ever cleaned his knife and he replied, no, why?
0: It gets nice and seasoned that way.
1: (laughs) Adds to the flavour. He also confessed to me that he was madly in love with me the same day. We had just met.
0: Oh, no, that wasn't the first time he met you, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Might have been the first time you met him. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: been watching you for a while Let with his you. mud clump knife. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes me think of poop knife. <laughs> I... well,
1: we really are doing a revisited episode, mm-hmm. aren't we?
0: Mm-hmm. It's the callback episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, okay, before you move on, mm. would that be a any of that be a deal breaker for you
1: yeah confessing he was madly in love with me on the first day that would be a bit oh of not a even like red the red knife thing i mean yeah the <laughs> knife thing would be pretty bad uh but i don't know you'd be like yeah it depends what the rest of them are like <laughs> if you yeah, got I on suppose. like a house on fire that's something you could address later on it'd be like you need to wash the knife yeah before... we gotta clean that knife
0: or i'll <laughs> just do it for you
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please don't tell me you cut your poo with that knife
0: <laughs> uh, I you know and like having a pocket knife or whatever it, it that to me is no big deal but I'd also be like I don't think we need to use that knife to cut this cake <laughs> there's other uh, there's we have a cake knives. Knives, there's knives it? here in fact I'd <laughs>
1: buy him a knife block for Christmas yeah right here have a whole set of knives for all your knife activities wash them though <laughs> we also have a dishwasher it's over there
0: okay oh so they're living together in this scenario even though they just met (laughs) yeah (laughs) I uh I think that it 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 would be a deal breaker for me too if like we had just met it was like kind of our first date and I was hearing that this person was madly in love with me however
1: a bit of you would also be like
0: oh my god (laughs) no not that I do think I would be like oh god but I do have some relevant past experiences where maybe I gave someone the benefit of the doubt and I shouldn't have and we'll talk about that today maybe (laughs) oh I'm so excited okay go on alright this one's good
1: (laughs) I went on a breakfast date where my date ordered two sunny side up eggs he proceeded to take a straw poke one in each yolk and suck me
0: yolks up (laughs) Um I like them? eggs, as we've all heard. <laughs> that is you like them
1: enough to do that.
0: No. <laughs> Never in the oh there's no world where I would have dreamed of that. And that is re- repulsive. Isn't it gross? Uh, <laughs> and I your can't believe it should be like just be like I-, I think how my face looks right now. <laughs> would be the and, and then just like you think that's acceptable behavior to do in public? Fucking doing it at home by yourself? I don't give a fuck, right? I'll put but maybe it's a- one
1: of those things where he thinks everyone eats eggs like that.
0: Entire family, did. <laughs> yeah. Oh and
1: he's God. going back to his friends and being like, "She ate her eggs with a knife and fork. What kind of weirdo does that?"
0: <laughs> Fucking savage. <laughs>
1: God. Ugh. Okay. So I asked about his hobbies. This is a different one. I asked about his hobbies and he said that he played the bagpipes. I thought that was really cool and asked him to tell me more. He asked, are you sure? And I said, yes. He proceeded to go on about bagpipes for the rest of the night. How he felt that playing bagpipes was his calling in life. How he needed to carry on his father's legacy, who also played the bagpipes. How he dreamed of um, playing bagpipes for the queen, what his favorite brand of bagpipes was, and the autonomy of bagpipes. Every topic was somehow turned back to bagpipes. To be fair, I did say yes to him, telling me more. I hope he's doing well and found someone just as passionate about bagpipes.
0: Oh, so, this one is kind of, I'm conflicted about, because that would be a lot, but also like, is it Really, that horrible that he, lo- like, has this he passion. He just loves the backpipes I know, and like, I think I would be spinning it out. Like, oh my god, is the rest of my life going to be waking up at like five a.m. to burn? And I don't know if I could tolerate that. So I yeah, understand I- this, per- but it also just like, okay, like this is our first date. Maybe ask me a question about something. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, that's a nice handbag. Did you know that I play the bagpipes?
0: (laughs) I also have a story about a guy I saw who really loved talking about two particular things pretty constantly, (laughs) which I'll share more later. (laughs) So I can relate to that one too. (laughs)
1: Brilliant. Okay, here's a good one with a douchebag. He tried to control the whole date: what I wore, what I ate, whether I wore makeup or not, how I wore my hair, etc. He had this long list. So I answered the door with bedhead and baggy PJs told him to buy a blow-up doll to control and not contact me ever again then closed the door.
0: Okay. I was going to ask, like, how did that happen if that was your first date? But now it makes sense. So this was all, maybe it was like an online dating thing and they're planning the date and he sent her that because my, good for her, that I would just be like, you know what? Fuck you, buddy. Change my mind. <laughs> 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 Thank you, though. Thank you for doing this now instead of, you know, after a few dates.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's it. At I. She's the doucheness.
0: That is a lot. And I guess it. Like, is that maybe like an indicator of. What he'd be like in a serious relationship, super controlling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big red, red flag.
1: flag. Mm hmm. The sad thing is, I guess some girls would do it and then possibly... Like, if he did it, was... it right
0: in a little bit at a time and it was kind of like, oh, well, he asked mm. me to wear a red dress and, and heels because we we're going somewhere nice. Okay. That's and it. now now that we're in a relationship, I'm not allowed to wear makeup. I have to dress a particular way. I can't see my... That's I can see how people end up in those mm-hmm. types of situations, but...
1: It escalates, man.
0: Yeah. Okay. He told me
1: that we were going to a birthday party. He refused to tell me for whom, and said I didn't need to bring anything. hmm It was a okay. birthday party for Jesus at his dad's church. Oh, no. I am an atheist and was incredibly uncomfortable and angry. I don't like being lied to, and I did not go on another date.
0: Why well, did he lie, though? <laughs>
1: Was I guess a Christmas? lie by omission.
0: <laughs> that's fair. Did you did you go on a date with someone on Christmas Day, even though I don't think that's actually Jesus' birthday?
1: <laughs> was it Midnight Mass?
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess a lie by omission, sure. But, I mean, he said it was a birthday party. He wasn't really lying. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she told him he was atheist and he's like, I'm going to help her I'm, find I'm Jesus. I'm going to convert her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to show her the light. <laughs> Oh, this is nice, short, and sweet. My friend went out with a guy who got drunk and pooped his pants on the first date.
0: And that is another (laughs) indicator of a larger problem that Bullet dodged. (laughs) Ooh, like what would you do in that circumstance? I'm just curious. Like, would you just leave? He's like, he's drunk enough that he shit his pants. He's actually probably not gonna even remember I was here. I'm just gonna leave. That would be my response. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't, yeah I don't know There's no way I'd help clean that up
0: <laughs> Well no <laughs> Of course not Would you uh, do? just
1: call him a taxi Or just leave him there like, I'm not even sure I would pants? do
0: that I think I would just be like I actually don't know this person This isn't my responsibility <laughs> I'm leaving and, uh, I wonder how long before she realized He pooped his pants Yeah because I'm sure that wasn't like immediately obvious. But maybe it was. I don't know. Mm. Did she see it occur?
1: Did it drop
0: out his like, shorts? Was it, was it like a very obvious face he made? And she's like, I'm <laughs> pooping like right a now? Baby shit. <laughs> yeah. Or like on Bridesmaids after they eat that food and get sick. And then Maya Rudolph's character's in the street. And Kristen <laughs> Wink's like, oh, you're doing it. You're doing it. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> 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 Oof, yeah, that's a bad one. Oh,
1: God. Um. Okay. So the guy told me he would still be together with his kid's mum if she'd apologised for what she did wrong. Out of curiosity, I asked what she did wrong. I was expecting something like she cheated or something else that warranted an apology. Nope. Apparently, she kept nagging one day and wouldn't shut up, so he tied her to a computer chair and went out for three hours and left her there. I said it didn't sound like she was the one who needed to apologize and then left.
0: So when he said if she apologized, I'd still be like, I'd get back with her. um, What he meant to say was she left me, filed a restraining order and I can't see my kids right now. (laughs) (laughs) She needs to apologize. What the fuck,
1: mate? Jeez. (gasps) Oh,
0: like, the tying to the chair seems like the es- unnecessary escalation, Yeah. too. That's a big problem. Like, she was nagging, so I just, I, like, left for a while. And because of that, like, we separated because she was mad I left. Then it would be like, mm. okay, you needed a break, whatever. Mm, but I also am feeling like if she apologized, then you're just going to break up with me, so. <laughs> and I feel like the tie, yeah, tying her to the chair was totally unnecessary. He could have just left. That's what I mean, like. Under any circumstance, that feels like not the right response. <laughs> but based on what he described happening, like, you could have just left and been like, I need a break because we're fighting and I want to chill out. You know, having to yeah. separate yourself from conflict is a an appropriate thing to do sometimes. <laughs> but tying someone to a chair, did you, like, shove a sock in her mouth, too? Like. <laughs> you around kids, a few times don't, good don't let mommy out of the chair. She's in timeout. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ugh. What a dick. Yeah. Okay. He got us pulled over. The car was searched and he had a brick of coke in the trunk. I nearly got arrested and he finally vouched that it was a blind date and I was innocent. Oh
0: my God. Imagine <laughs> if he was like, I don't know who that is. And then looks at you and you're like, not my car. <laughs> I've never met this man oh no yeah I guess that's why blind dates are risky huh mm. <laughs> never let them pick you up meet them at the place yes
1: <laughs> always meet in a public area and don't go in the woods stay out of the forest I did that once
0: do you want to talk about it now
1: <laughs> yeah I, just, I met a guy at a pub and we said oh if it goes well we could go for a walk in the woods mm-hmm. afterwards Mm -hmm. And it it went all right, so we went for this walk. For some reason, we decided to not use, like, the the path in the woods and just, like... We
0: or he decided. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I can't remember, to be honest. But there was one point where I definitely thought, this was a stupid idea. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not even in the public path. I'm just in the middle of the fucking woods, away from the path with Mm -hmm. a stranger who... I've never met. And he also kept trying to like trip me up and push me over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because was he a 14 year old boy, Gemma? <laughs> exactly.
1: I was like, I don't understand. Either you're trying to make me fall so that you can then murder me and bury me it's in the easier, woods. <laughs> yeah, or you're, you're just <laughs> extremely immature. I don't understand oh my God. what's happening. It's very weird. I didn't see him uh, again.
0: Well, I'm glad. Nothing bad happened and you had a realization rather quickly mm. <laughs> that this might not be the best idea.
1: <laughs> yeah. I should, probably should have thought about that before I agreed. It's hard it. in
0: the moment. And also you don't want to be like, I think there's this whole theory about not wanting to be rude. Right. So yeah. like, no offense, I don't want to go off the public path because I don't know you that well and you might be a murderer. Like <laughs> if yeah. I had the balls to actually say that at times, then great. But we we don't. <laughs> no. it's fine I'm probably not going to get murdered that's very much my attitude as I said last time like no one's going to sexually assault me if they do I hope it's swift and painless and that like if they're going to kill me it's just quick
1: (laughs) (laughs) such a positive outlook on life (laughs) I know
0: know. but I I know what you mean and I understand
1: (laughs) okay this one I actually quite like he farted and smelled it then proceeded to rate the smell of a fart.
0: He was one of the characters from Step Brothers. It was either Will Ferrell or John C. Riley's character, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Oh my, gross. The, I mean, I'm guessing that's, like, he just thought that was a normal thing to do.
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: Like, and then turns to her, like, how would you rate that? Well, it's I'm
1: probably what he did with his mates, you know. I think farts can be funny, but you wouldn't do it on a first date.
0: No. <laughs> well, and as you and I were discussing before we started recording, like how we are kind of when we first start dating someone, <laughs> trying to be cool, relaxed, cool girl, you know? Yeah. Like we, there's... This yeah, like yeah, yeah, social... let me smell
1: your fart. I love
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been you. <laughs> maybe me too honestly I don't know going back to the knife thing maybe even I would have been like that's so cool and handy that you (laughs) you can cut my cake and clean my shoes in the same moment I'm now like reflecting all of this and having second thoughts (laughs) (laughs) maybe I would have been like it's fine you shake your pants (laughs) let me help you (laughs) so cool and chill (laughs) I love it when people
1: shit their pants. It's awesome. <laughs> so
0: hot. <laughs> <laughs> that person also was a fourteen-year-old boy, though I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Any more good vibes? Oh, that makes me cringe. Um...
0: Like in a good way or a bad way. <laughs> So it's,
1: um, he was clearly desperate to put a ring on anyone's finger. Oh, no. He was yeah. intensely, overly romantic, despite not knowing me at all. He put on a Sunday kind of love by Etta James. The date was on a Sunday, by the way, and tried to <laughs> sing it to me while looking earnestly into my eyes. He was Ooh, also in the
0: military. Yeah, oh, sorry, go on.
1: He was also in the military and we were both 19. <laughs> go figure.
0: Okay. That is interesting that you say this because this might not be something you know. Um, There is kind of a, a stereotype, but also a little bit of a pattern that I've seen with folks in the military who I think for a variety of reasons really do try to like get in a relationship, get married. And I think part of it might be to do with benefits too. Oh really? And so, like, as soon as she said military, I'm like, that tracks in that I've had encounters with work where military couple, one was in the military, they started dating, got married really quickly, had kids, were very young, separated. It was a a whole hot mess because I think there's, I don't know. I don't know what the kind of, like, reasoning behind it is, but there is some truth behind that kind of, like, stereotype, I think. Really? Like, marital... Just like, we got to get married. Yeah, maybe. And it might be that. It might be like, in case anything happens, then it goes to someone. Or maybe you get Mm. like a little bit, you get some accommodation if you're married and have kids. So you're not going to get like deployed or something. I don't know. Or better housing. Maybe more benefits. I don't know.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Didn't know you could get a house if you married a military man.
0: Well, they do have like mortgages like better rates and like easier you can buy a house i think a a little bit easier if, if you ha- if you were a veteran or in the military there's lots oh, of really. you can get discounts on cars uh tuition yeah there's a lot i mean that's how they that's why that's how they get people to join
1: mm. mm-hmm. you should see some of the adverts here there
0: very uh... for king and country
1: <laughs> right so you're patriotic? No, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, they're really like appealing to the young people. like um, I can't remember what they say now, but it's like, you know, you weren't made at school. You were made to build rocket ships and fucking RAF piloting. And you weren't made mm-hmm. in, in the school. You were made in the military. And like, it's, yeah. Okay, but I remember my younger brother being like, "Those adverts are like really convincing. Like, I want to join the army." And I was like,
0: "Dud." So maybe a little bit predatory in a way. Yeah, a
1: little bit. It's kind of like um how, <laughs> extreme Scientology screens, like <laughs> brain people. In.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, I remember. So there's recruiting. We have commercials too. They're very like, do you know? I think like that do something good they try to make it you know like look at all these avenues that you can have which i agree Mm, there there probably are um i i don't know enough to really go into that but we also had to take like a standardized test in high school called the i think the acronym was asvab a-s-v-a-b and i didn't i wasn't yeah i don't remember what it stood for because your ass is fab yep (laughs) that's why Mm. But I didn't pay attention to like any of the rules for testing and stuff. I just went in and I had my calculators using my calculator and and you weren't supposed to use a calculator. Turns out I like did really well oh. <laughs> because of it. And I had like recruiters calling constantly to try to convince me to like agree to enlist when I graduated and really? stuff like that. And I was like, no, I cheated on that fucking test. I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So you could be like a general now.
0: I No, I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> I would have been like, sure. And then they'd be like, you're clearly very good at math and science. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, I got to fake no. this now. Yeah, and it would have been this whole saga where maybe I would have failed upwards. I don't know. And I could be a general. Probably not,
1: though. <laughs> I know someone that's training to be in the army, um, but they're going into like the medical mm-hmm. side of it. I think they still have to do like all the physical training and everything. Yeah, boot camp. It sounds horrendous. I don't know why anyone would want to do it. I'd have one person shout at me and be like, I don't like it. I'm so
0: sorry. You're so right. I'm a pathetic piece of dirt on your shoe. (laughs) You're right. You're so right. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would would fail out quickly.
1: Mm. There's a show here called. Uh, SAS Who Dares Wins and it's where people go and do like a course of our SAS training mm-hmm. and my god it looks fucking horrendous like, Should I would, we try I, it? I, no <laughs> I'd give up on in the first 30 minutes honestly Be like
0: all we had to do was just walk through the woods Gemma with some backpacks on Yeah <laughs> that's enough <laughs> Mine's too heavy no, They do these things called like bee stings where They have to like Beastings or beastings Like like, beast (laughs) I-N-G Yeah beast I-N-G Okay Where they've got like their
1: You know full equipment on And they have to like Mm -hmm. Climb up a mountain And then climb back down And then bring I don't know fucking
0: Water to a village in Yeah Tires (laughs) up
1: And then They'll If someone does something wrong Then like Everyone has to do like Press ups Until the first person gives up Or the last person gives up or something like that. and It's just just horrendous.
0: Mm. I suppose it's those people who do that like because they're really into fitness and endurance and probably just want to see if they can, right?
1: Mm, It seems to be more of a mental game because there's lots of people that are really physically fit. But if they can't push past the mental side Mm -hmm. of it, then they fail. Oh, okay. Or they get Mm -hmm. booted out. It's a good program, but fuck that.
0: It makes me think of, do you guys have Naked and Afraid over there? Yeah. Like, I don't know what would possess anybody to be like, please drop me <laughs> in a remote location where I can die, where I can strip fully naked with someone of the opposite sex who is also fully naked and have a camera crew following us around, but they can't help us and we have to survive for X amount of days. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine anything worse but
1: well, you don't like being naked in front of strangers in the wilderness.
0: Some might say that I am what is called a never nude. And <laughs> I shower with denim shorts on and a denim bra and just, you know. Why denim? No, it's from Arrested Development. I don't know if you've ever seen oh. that show. <laughs> One of the characters is never nude and you just can't be naked. And I was like, that, I actually re- resonate with that a little bit. <laughs> For example, it's very hot here. It's been very hot this month, and we've had some really consistently hot days. And I'm like, should I put on more clothes? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is my bubble hat? Yes, yeah, I need to wear a full coat right now. I need to protect my head. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, any, so, uh, anything
1: else or no? No, I want you to tell me about your terrible... Okay. Well... Dates slash relationships. So,
0: <laughs> I've I think I told you, I know I've told you, but I've been kind of enjoying Bad Dates, the podcast. It's great. It's Jamila Jamil who's, you know, pretty famous British personality, I guess. Yeah. She's an actress, isn't she? Well, I've only become familiar with her because of the good place, yeah. which is I love that show. I but think she I think used she's to been just
1: a- host one of our like Sunday music shows on M T V or something.
0: Yeah, I think I heard that she was like a a VJ or an MC or something, like a yeah. TV personality. I that was that really regard.
1: shocked when I saw she was on The Good Place. I was like, she's just a TV
0: presenter. You can be what? anything <laughs> you want to be if you're already famous. <laughs> True, I'm good looking. Yeah. You go to LA. Hmm. Yep. But, so she's got this podcast and she's got like this interesting kind of own dating. She's like, I'm the worst dater. No, and I she said it enough that I'm inclined to believe that she's talking about what like she perceives her experiences to, to be, but she acts like she's like this troll and no one's ever wanted to date her. She's finally in this relationship, but she has these comedians and and celebrities come on to, talk about their dating experiences right it's a really right. good podcast I recommend Stop
1: advertising other the podcast
0: I know but it's good and I remember being jealous because I was like this is what I wanted our podcast and we have out in part anyway um and not to totally rip it off but I started thinking about like I wonder how like how I would answer some of the questions she asks and think about We already have talked a lot about like my actual like dating, going on date experiences are kind of limited, but I've had Mm -hmm. relationships where there's been some bad (laughs) slash hilarious experiences, Mm -hmm. some of which I've already shared, like Trevor, you might be, Trevor might be an idiot, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess just thinking about some of my relationships and what it's like to date me, I started thinking like, okay. I suspect that I probably am not fully honest about who I am as a person and my needs. Try to act like a very chill, cool person and like let a lot of things slide and like kind of give people second chances because I want to seem like the cool girl like that trope, right? And mm-hmm. then of course when something finally is like I I have I can't let that one go and you whether it's because it's been building up or just like expressing a negative emotion about something and then suddenly being like well you're crazy right Mm. so it's like no I just that's actually really shitty and you shouldn't do that (laughs) but you're so chill like why are you acting like this now exactly um (laughs) but I that's kind of how I think I would probably characterize what it's like maybe dating me and I I don't know if you generally feel the same about yourself or if you have any other thoughts.
1: (laughs) I always used to play the cool girl. I mean, I think I am quite cool. I don't think... I think you're cool. Thank you. I mean, I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm generally pretty chilled anyway. But there was definitely um, playing it even more chilled, as you say. Mm -hmm. You know, not confronting stuff that really pissed me off or like you know really bad behavior and mm-hmm. things like that just being like, nah, go. I'm totally chill with it don't worry and then when you don't address that uh resentment grows mm-hmm. and the issue becomes a lot worse and then it explodes out a lot later
0: yep so yep gradually I think I have
1: to express my feelings
0: exactly <laughs> I think I've gotten better at that too um but just thinking about some of my early relationships, for example, uh, let me get my notes here, because I have a couple. Whoa. And did did I talk about, I think I touched upon maybe this particular relationship is very short lived. I was in high school. It's kind of like early on in my dating life. Um, he was a very, very attractive person from a different school. And so I was like. I can't believe this person wants to go out on a date with me, but I sure will. Well, Mm. much like the guy who loves the bagpipes, this young man really loved pointing out all of the lawns he mowed for his part-time job, all of the terrible looking lawns, the things those lawns needed to look better, being like, isn't that lawn so nice looking because i work on that lawn your school's lawn is shitty my school's lawn is really really <laughs> nice constantly talking about grass and lawns and lawn mowing
1: wow
0: which great to have a passion for sure oh, but oh, yeah. like the amount ima- like i don't think we really talked about anything else and the other thing he liked to bring up did you join in oh, i yeah, just a shit lawn over there. <laughs> I just listened, I think, because I didn't really care or know what yeah. to say in response. Um, and he also really liked to talk shit about my school school lunch and how their <laughs> school lunch was so much better. How did he know? He wouldn't. And I also know that's not true because I have friends who went to that school and they would joke about how like being kind of the wealthier school we had like a blizzard machine that made like ice cream with the you know like it's a mcflurry pretty much and like a little room where you could buy candy bars and other things and we had pizza fridays and so i was like i know that's not true your school lunch actually sucks so i did engage sadly in that conversation (laughs) just arguing about how fucking
1: your school lunches are
0: yeah, and then I realized this is not a relationship I can be in, and so I was just, you know, it was only like a two week thing, um, and I was like fifteen or sixteen, so you can imagine how in depth that was, even. Yeah. But then when we broke up, and I continued through my high school career, and we would no, like, ha- no, he didn't. My parents would never have. Well. <laughs> Bad <laughs> really job. poorly he cut it too low at the height of the sun so everything burned <laughs> no um but I would encounter like our school would have games or matches against them and mm. he was a wrestler and I was like the wrestling team for our school's manager which did not mean I didn't do anything <laughs> right. I just like went I just went around <laughs> my my friends were cheerleaders so it was kind of like a way for me to hang out with my friends I guess <laughs> I had two moms come up to me and say you know i'll call him paul uh paul pointed me out to you and said you're the girl who broke his heart oh. and i'm like wow i i don't know what to say to you right now oh, because i'm a child and you're literally a grown person and saying this to me <laughs>
1: <laughs> it he broke his heart yeah all he wanted I, to do
0: was tell you. It's because I listened wrong. so well. Yeah. <laughs> he mistook that for activist. love of Longs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, God, that's terrible. So that was a fun experience that kind of like continued for a bit. But that's not the first time I've had someone say that I've like broken a human. Um, the next guy times, I dated, so. and it's so fucked up, the, it's just like, this isn't my fault, but the next guy I dated, dated for a little longer, like, serious quote-unquote boyfriend in high school, right? Yeah. And I I think I was the first girl he ever dated, quote-unquote. Um, but after we broke up, to this day, if I encounter any people from my school who were in that friends group, we talk about how I apparently totally changed and like changed who this person was that he became this entirely different kind of horrible human who was just never the same again after that oh wow and I'm yeah you were the catalyst that turned him into a monster <laughs> and his mom his parents lived down the street from me we were just a couple like like a two-minute walk part and like after graduating I ended up at their house for a party somehow and his mom had been drinking and like pulled me under a lap and cried and was like I thought you'd be mine (laughs) 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 and again I'm like I'm a mere 19 year old child and you're a grown person and I don't know what to do here
1: (laughs) you attract some crazies don't you
0: they're parents I guess more so than them (laughs) but And then, you know, I had in college a boyfriend that I broke up with one night and didn't go back to my apartment that evening. Went back the next day and found that my birth control was stolen (laughs) and my roommate saying, oh, yeah, your boyfriend stopped by to wait for you. And he went. So I just told him, you know, she's not here, but you can go chill in her room if you want. And, And he's like, I don't think he's still here I thought I heard him leave and then I went in there and I was like oh he stole my birth control and he admitted it later because he was like well I didn't want you slutting around and I'm like uh, okay <laughs> okay thank you thank you for doing that because I certainly would have if it weren't for you my thank hero you, my <laughs> just hell. Yeah, and I dated him for a long time. Kind of, I hate to say this, like kind of out of convenience, but when I reflect on that relationship, like, oof, I really mm. just like settled for a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had, well, it wasn't a similar thing. He didn't steal my birth control or like... What know, the end of condoms off or anything. Um, oh, would have <laughs> been funny. Not funny, it would have been horrifying, but... <laughs> yeah. But he used to, like, stand me up all the time um, and, like, say, like, horrible things, but then later be like, I was only joking. Like, you're crazy if you think I'm being horrible.
0: Oh, just gaslighting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And eventually I got sick of it and so broke up with him. And this seems to be like a running theme. So I break up with someone and then they become super obsessed. Yeah. And like crazy over me and
0: mm-hmm.
1: they lose their shit. Lose their shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another boyfriend mm-hmm. who broke up with me, went and slept with loads of other people, and then a few weeks later realized that he wanted me back. <laughs> and I was like, No, we're you know, <laughs> we're, tough. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, we're done. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Um And he actually, at the time, his parents' house was, like, behind my parents' house at the time. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. And our bedrooms, like, looked onto each other. Oh, no. And there was one night where he was, like, (laughs) shining a torch through the window (laughs) to try and get my attention because I wasn't replying to text (laughs) messages.
0: That is like some American teen rom-com stuff, like Morse code in the window that we did when we were kids, when we were but just childhood schoolmates, but now we love each other. <laughs> Ooh, he thought he was grand gesturing you. But he broke I just up, felt he, it was freaky. Yeah. he. It's so funny. I know I said this on a previous episode, but it's like, you broke up with me. And like, you get to walk by now and call me a whore because I'm sitting outside <laughs> with another guy. Like, you dumped me. <laughs> Yeah. You dumped me. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, they, they, you know, they are. And like I said earlier, I know that in my younger days, I certainly wasn't like always the innocent one and have done things to be hurtful, whether intentionally or not, just because, mm-hmm. particularly when we're in high school and stuff, like it is my perspective that those relationships aren't meant to be the ones we're in forever, but I know people no. are like there's high school sweethearts who are together forever. And that's great. Like that clearly is them. because yeah, you found that person. But like, I look back on a lot of my relationships and first of all, I'm like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then second, I'm like, so glad I'm not anymore. And then third, like, I guess I learned some things about myself in that regard. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? Like I think every
1: bad relationship is good because you learn something from it. Even if totally. it's terrible, manipulative, and horrible, mm-hmm. you learn not to tolerate that behavior anymore. And, you know, if you've been the crazy bitch, you learn not to do that anymore. Yeah. Like,
0: it's all a big
1: learning curve.
0: Yeah. I, so I always I have thought about whether or not I actually wanted to go into this one. And I know I've told you a little bit about it, like, off air, as over the years, um, because it's it's pretty bad. But I look back now and try not to like really blame myself or feel ashamed by it because I know it wasn't my fault like I initially felt it was. But when I was in law school, like had been in a relationship, that relationship went sour and kind of got involved sort of with another guy briefly. And it turns out he had been pining for me since day one of law school and this was Mm -hmm. year three so you know three years later Mm. that we kind of finally like had a little bit of a thing um had wrote stories about me and like just apparently yeah and like had like just very specific memory of the first time he laid eyes on me and it was game over since then and didn't know this when things started and you know he was pretty quiet and whatever. So I didn't initially envision this, but it, it, it escalated to the point where he got kicked out of law school because of it. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I really just was like trying to keep a low profile and I didn't want to get anyone in trouble. I just wanted to be left alone. And I had a really good friend who listens to the podcast who was like, this is not acceptable. Mm. And, uh, you know, helped me go get a restraining order, which was denied, despite Whoa. the fact that he caused significant damage to my car <gasps> that he paid for. And I like didn't tell my parents or anybody didn't go to insurance. Like he paid for it all so that I wouldn't have to. Um, and ultimately, like my friend told like the student, like, I can't remember what the unit was, but basically like kind of helps students in various ways and they intervened and there was like this agreement that he was supposed to leave me alone but he could not and I had to say he is not following the rules and they kicked him out of law school
1: oh my gosh
0: and it continued after I graduated through the summer to the point where I was taking the bar I had met Sean already And, uh, like his family got involved. He like tried to He like flipped his car and ended up in the hospital and his family is like, please don't. And I'm like, I'm not contacting him. He still has my email address because that email still exists. I changed my phone number. I moved and was not engaging. And I have still like a, a whole inbox full of all of these emails. It was bad. He had, some, he had some mental health issues and some substance abuse issues, which I think were a big influence mm. on that. So that is, I'm not trying to, like, fully say he's, like, this horrible human being. And I'm not trying to, like, fully say that this is something that I, like, brought onto myself. But there were a lot of things that, like, could have been done differently.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it sounds like there's a lot of things that could have happened differently. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. God for your friend as well. Yeah. Like noticing and being like, this is not okay.
0: Yeah. Like I couldn't talk to people at school, people I'd been going to, I couldn't talk to a professor without him being like, Oh, you're fucking him now. And you're fucking him. You're such a whore. And I'm just like, please just leave me alone. Please, please, Mm -hmm. please, 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 please. please, please." (laughs)
1: God. So were you actually like in a relationship or was this just his kind of fantasy world?
0: I mean, I I would say we were, but it became pretty apparent pretty quick that there were issues. And so I tried Mm. to distance myself from him without like, well, trying not to piss him off because I was actually very scared of him yeah, and like how he acted. So I was like trying to be like, look, like you're nice and all, but this isn't like you have some issues like this is too much for me. Like you wrecked my car. You, you know, he acted this way. He, I had to do an internship in D.C. the first semester of my law school, like last year of law school. He drove mm-hmm. from where my law school was in the Midwest to D.C. and was standing outside of my work with the federal government agency I worked at. And I was like, oh my I don't God. know what to do. So I know, like, I could have done more to be like, leave me alone, cutting off contact. But like I said, I didn't really know what to do. So I was trying to be nice, you know. Yeah. And, I didn't, and if you were scared I, of him as well it's yeah it's that you know if I
1: do end it and mm-hmm. you know be harsh yeah. then that mm-hmm. could also result in a different outcome
0: I thought going to DC would help because like I wouldn't be there you know and it was like no, drama it kind <laughs> of yeah you know, there was drama in the like the kind of the friends group that developed too because of it um and so I was like well I'm going to DC and I'm just like gonna but he mm. wouldn't stop. And I, like I said, I felt bad. And, um, so then when I came back, I luckily was able to move residences. Mm-hmm. And so then he didn't know where I lived and I changed my phone number. The phone number I had since I was like in seventh grade, I love that phone number mm. for no real reason. But then he, I remember calling that number to just be like, have you been getting calls and text messages from this person? And she was like, Yeah. Really? you must be kate <laughs> oh my yep. god and she's like sounds like uh he really uh is has a thing for you and i was like that is one way of putting it and i'm really sorry mm. that you ended up with my phone number but i just wanted to give you a heads up <laughs> and they wouldn't give
1: you a restraining order i,
0: I don't i have no idea why the, they got denied because i especially knowing what i know now about them like
1: yeah
0: it, it's purely the the judge probably the the t- the state i was in i don't think like nebraska has particularly like supportive victim laws mm. and right, and yeah. resources so bloody hell yeah it was bad they i think the law i heard a couple of years later that from someone i knew who was like when i was a 3l she was a 1l um She had messaged me and she's like, hey, that guy that was in your grade that left is back and like finishing up. And I reached out to like the student person and I was just like, hey, no one like asked me if I heard from him or anything Mm. since. And I hadn't since after I took the bar exam, like he stopped after a while. But I was like, it just would have been good for you guys to like check, you know? And she's like, well, we did. And I was like, oh, well, you guys do not have my current contact information then because I never heard from anyone. But you know what? If he did what you guys thought he needed to do and could show that like he ha- was doing better, then fine. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm, okay with him going back and finishing. But I also am like this. I'm I'm concerned that this person is practicing law. <laughs> I was, that's what I was just about to say.
1: It's yep. yeah, slightly concerning that that behavior... Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm a bit speechless. That's crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was, that's probably my craziest story. And kind of, I think, I just think about you know what we talked about last time, and kind of over some of our episodes about just like how society treats victims and toxic masculinity and and all of that. And you know, I had some feedback from a friend of mine after our last episode about how you know, like, it would be better for men even if they're talking with the lads and you know kind of joking about stuff really to actually say that's not cool that's not mm-hmm. okay you shouldn't say that rather than kind of like jokingly engage you know yeah um and i came across a buzzfeed article about um you know 16 disgusting rage inducing and downright horrifying behaviors by men that made women and their friendship with them you know mm-hmm. and okay, so it yeah. kind of made me think about Maybe if I ever encounter something like that in a friendship of mine, like, would it be better to actually say, you know what, like, no. Mm -hmm. And if that person isn't super, like, open to what I have to say, then, like, do I want to be friends with them? I think that's a good barometer, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. One being, he told me a mutual friend who had been sexually assaulted deserved it because she was wearing a bikini in front of boys and obviously asking for it. We were in his pool at the time and I was in a bikini. (laughs) Like, my response would have been like, oh, so am I asking for it right now? Yeah. And then, of course, it was, no, that's not what I meant. Well, fucking tell me what you meant then Mm. because that's exactly what you said. Why is it different for her? Yeah, exactly. Um... After I went through a breakup, my friend of over ten years got mad when I met someone else. He tried to say I should sleep with him because he's known me longer. Like, I don't have sex with people based on seniority. <laughs> he's like, but I've been friend zoned for so long. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. Get in here. Oh, I'm Sorry. I <laughs> on, and <in> you get. <laughs> um. <clears throat> When he said about Andrew Tate, I get he's not perfect, but the media is treating him unfairly. He really opened my eyes. Oh yeah, that would be like, we're done. Oh, <laughs> That's bye-bye. enough for me. That's enough mm-hmm. for me. Uh, he expected me to mother him and be his sole emotional support, while also demeaning me and my own problems.
1: Mm, I've had I've been with a few guys with mummy issues, and it's uh, it's it's um, testing to say the mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. um I don't want to be your mummy <laughs> that's what I'm here for please are we talking home. about
0: like romantic relationships yeah or just oh, okay yeah.
1: yeah 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 yeah
0: yes I certainly don't want to be I mean that just kind of changes the whole dynamic a little bit oh, Wow. Well, yeah. really that fun that I have to like clean up after you exactly like
1: I had one that was like couldn't do their own washing because mm. they didn't know how to use a washing machine and I'm like you literally just click the on button <laughs> it's
0: <laughs> not that hard that is called something and I can't think of it right now even though I was just talking about it it's called like um intentional like intentional helplessness or something where it's like I don't know how mm. so I guess you have to do it because my mom didn't teach me and it's yeah you see that in relationships where women are the ones who end up doing a lot of the chores and caretaking and stuff. Yeah, yep, yep. And well, I don't know how to load a dishwasher. So know. you just do it better. Yeah, you're <laughs> so good at it. Yeah. I was talking about this with
1: someone the other day, actually um, about how it really fucks me off when people say they can't cook.
0: Yeah, like... me too. Actually, no offense to my friend. If he's listening, he knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, like, uh, it's not difficult just read the back of the packet on the food you buy or look at a recipe and you know what it tells you exactly what you need to do and for how long and at what temperature just follow the steps yep. and even if you fuck it up the first time you've learned and the next time you'll probably get it right there's people that are like oh, I can't even boil an egg I'm like you're a fucking idiot then
0: yeah yep I agree I mean and I've certainly had my own like I taught myself how to cook. Same. Like it was it wasn't I mean my mom's a really good cook and my dad tried but like that wasn't a focus in our house and so it was truly like if I want to eat something that I enjoy I'm going to have to figure it out. Mm.
1: Exactly. And you know, we have Google these days. It's not Right. It's not hard, guys.
0: Now this one's a frustrating one. I've cut off several and all for the same reason. They tried to make our friendship either sexual or romantic or both. Uh, the age-old question, can men and women be exclusively friends?
1: Yeah, there seems to be a real split
0: on this. I was reading something about it
1: um, a little while ago. And I've always been of the opinion as, yes, you can, because I have mm-hmm. lots of male friends. And I've always had a very mm-hmm. um, split friendship group. Like, there's males and females in it. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's it's not an issue. But loads of people seem to be of the opinion that, like, no, definitely you can't. If, like, your girlfriend's friends with a guy, then they're definitely interested in them and something's happened between them. And that just blows my mind. I think the world would be a better place if more people had both female and male friends because you learn from both perspectives.
0: So I agree with you and I actually had this conversation not too long ago with someone who was of the opposite opinion and his perspective was like, even if it's not vocalized, it is highly likely that one or the other has like sexual attraction or romantic feelings for that person, even if like they know that it won't happen and they'll continue the friendship. But like, and so I think he, he, he would, when I would say, well, no, I can think of a ton of male friends who didn't and he's like you don't know that for sure like I bet if you had ever been like oh you know I'm into you or I think we should hook up like they would have been like can we do it right now Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I was like I I don't think so though I really don't um sure maybe some of them and then usually that would would become known at some point right Mm -hmm. um but I guess that to his point is like you could never know you know, like, no, you couldn't.
1: But I also think it says more about that person.
0: I agree. So, I agree. And I think the question is just like, it, are men or women able to look at, like, I guess the opposite sex, if that's the gender they're attracted to, anyways, um, and not have it, like, even if it's just a fleeting thought of, like, oh, she looks cute today, I would, you know, but and never again, right? Mm. Or not even like, an attraction but if someone was like would you hook up with so-and-so and they'd be like oh, yeah sure why not you know um yeah. like can you have a friendship without having those thoughts you know what I mean yeah
1: it also makes me think of like I've met guys before that are like scared of gay men because they think because they're gay that means they're automatically going to come on to them mm-hmm. um like yeah. You think a lot of yourself <laughs> to think that yeah. just because they're gay, that means they're going to try. And on you're with a man. You.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not how also it works. the the implication that like gay people don't have types and mm-hmm. like are will just literally be attracted to or want to have sex with anyone
1: as long as they've got a penis. I'm in. Yeah. It. Yeah. Hmm. Very weird.
0: All right, so we met up for drinks and he told me he cheated on his girlfriend. He was very unapologetic about it. He got drunk later on and started making weird trashy and creepy remarks about women. Have you ever had a friend who is just like actually really horrible about women or two women?
1: I um, don't think I have. I have heard stories of some people who I know of who are in like either like WhatsApp chats or like gaming chats and amongst themselves they can be quite used like derogatory language against mm-hmm. women and stuff um, which is quite shocking because when they're around us women in the friendship group they're really respectful so it's clearly like a
0: lads 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 like lads, we we're talking lads, lads, about yeah like they am i the asshole and mm. like maybe don't do that and because maybe some of your friends actually are like that to women or believe that and, and perhaps some just of you have saying, children yeah and daughters
1: and that's what yeah. shocks me the most because i just think can't you have some perspective and would you want people talking about your kids like that? Like your I mean I think princess. the answer is no,
0: but they, they clearly can compartmentalize. Yeah. Mm. You know? Well, anyway, that's I thought I would share some of those just because I thought it tied in nicely with last episode and some of our discussions today. This has been the
1: throwback episode.
0: I think a recap is, isn't dating fun? <laughs>
1: Doesn't (laughs) dating suck?
0: (laughs) It is horrible. I'm sorry to everyone out there who is having to go through that and thinking about all of their bad dates. And if you, as Jamila Jamil would say, if you can't think of a bad date, maybe it's because you're someone else's bad date. And have a think about that and reflect on that behavior.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we were talking about that earlier and I can't really think of that many bad ones, so I'm (laughs) Well, you've shared plenty.
0: I mean, you shared the guy who was repulsed by your left-handedness. True. Um, and I know there were other ones that I can't think of. So, but I will fully say that the few dates that I've been on, whether I perceive them as bad or good, like it could have been bad for the other person too. I acknowledge yeah. that, you know?
1: Some people are just not meant to be with you. And that's just how it is. But No, everyone the is. Because <laughs> <laughs> Catherine has been married for some years now. And I did end up finding an all right person.
0: Yay, Alan. Yay, Alan. Until he tripwires you down the stairs and has like (laughs) a bucket of paint come from a rope. I'm giving him ideas to like splash you in the face and then you get feathered and stuff. (laughs) Covered in tar,
1: feathered. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to that. (laughs) The asshole for letting my pregnant fiance think I'm cheating on her. My fiance, Jen, is insecure right now, given that she's she's thirty-two weeks pregnant. Hmm. I still think she's beautiful, no matter what, but telling her makes no difference. Now, for the past six years we have been basically inseparable. I actually enjoy her company, to a point of me not really wanting to go out without her. Oh, cute. Okay. Uh. Yep. She's fun and makes my night way better by having her around. We are also very open with communication and we aren't blind, so we will 100% tell each other when we find someone else attractive. Well, given this detail, I may have fucked up a bit because I told Jen that I thought my buddy's girlfriend was gorgeous and had nice hips. Now, this is not an uncommon comment for the record. It was merely bad timing because she's pregnant and insecure. I shouldn't have said anything. But again, we have always talked like this to each other, so I just wasn't thinking. I mean, two months ago, she pointed out some very attractive man and said he had arms that could toss her around the bedroom. Lol. Neither of us act on anything like this. It's all talk and sometimes leads to extra spicy time. That's all. But Anyways, I made the comment about my buddy's girlfriend and she agreed with me at first, but it soon fell apart. See, I go to my buddy's house quite often and she's always invited, but she's been declining because of being uncomfortable because the baby's on her sciatic nerve. Hmm. Or saying she doesn't really want to be around people because she feels gross. Okay. Um, but she did go with me two days ago and I guess I let my eyes wander a bit and she noticed. I didn't notice. She asked me to bring her home and was being super quiet and when I finally got it out of her, she said, you told me that she's gorgeous and has nice, nice hips and then <laughs> you guys I fuck each other in front of me. Hmm. I asked what she was talking about and she openly said, are you fucking her? Because you're there a lot. So I said, don't be silly, of course not. I drop her off and she tells me to go have fun, so I go back there.
0: When I get home,
1: mm -hmm. when I get home, she was in bed and distant. I asked what was wrong and she said, you just left me here thinking you're cheating and go back to hang out with her with zero qualms. By the way, my buddy's girlfriend wasn't there when I got back. I said, you told me to go back and have fun, babe. I didn't realise you were serious. She says, as if you didn't realise I was being serious, and turns to go to bed, and now I'm feeling incredibly stupid, but I don't even know what to say to her. It's tense. Am I the
0: asshole? Um, The degree of which this person can acknowledge... How his wife is uncomfortable given being pregnant. The baby's making 32 weeks is pretty far along. I bet she's uncomfortable having never been pregnant. Like I can only imagine, mm. and that she's feeling insecure. She's made comments about it. Tried to reassure. Doesn't matter. It's how she feels in her body. I've definitely felt uncomfortable in my body before to the point where it's like go. Like I I also don't want to go out. You know, yeah. it's hard but then thinking that like things can continue as normal as far as you know sharing when they find someone attractive and stuff and like not reading the room is just this like kind of dumb male ignorance of well you told me and we used to do this but yet you still can acknowledge how she is right now so things aren't the same and why can't you put those puzzle pieces together to see maybe now is not the time for me to share this hmm. and maybe now is the time to see that my pregnant fiance probably needs me to be at home with her because she's upset even yeah. though she said go have fun so like i want to say yes he is the asshole but I also not knowing this person and like are you just a dummy who really can't who you just can't oh you poor you're so dumb you're just poor sweet dummy you can't actually put the puzzle pieces together because you're not smart enough I don't know wow. that's I'm conflicted about it because it's like when you said the title I initially thought that he was like oh I've been cheating on you when he hasn't you know that's what I was expecting mm. But it was more just like he just was so clueless and naive about these cues. She was directly sending him and kind of indirectly sending him. Yeah.
1: I think there's also a difference between saying a stranger's hot and saying... Someone that you spend time with. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a bit of a difference in that and is likely to cause insecurities even when someone isn't outrageously hormonal and 32 weeks Mm -hmm. pregnant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I guess she really cared when she actually kind of observed something that maybe she was hypersensitive to and maybe wouldn't have minded as much under other circumstances, Mm. but because of how she was feeling, it meant more to her, you know? But yeah, Yeah. I agree. That person walking down the street is attractive versus my best friend's girlfriend that I see on a weekly basis is attractive. Yeah. Yeah. There is a difference there, I think. Girlfriend.
1: um and also just fyi if like your pregnant girlfriend turns around to you and says no it's fine it is not fine dear listener yeah <laughs> that is a sign that things are not fine okay we talk in riddles that's yeah. how we approach life
0: and maybe we need to be more direct and honest with our communication yeah. i agree but yes. also she tr- truly maybe was really just hoping that whether or not she thought it was fine and he should go that he would not you know it's a test yeah. of sorts i get it mm. but also didn't want to like ruin a night because we're the cool fun girls
1: <laughs> yeah don't worry we're super cool you can I do whatever you want i don't mind Uh, oh, you're cheating on me it's absolutely fine i don't mind
0: Oh, it's our tenth anniversary, and you want to go watch the football match? That's fine. <laughs> I'll just wear this dress and do the dishes, <laughs> like a good little girlfriend. I'm totally cool. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know you, so asshole. Maybe a little asshole.
1: Yeah, I think he's a bit of an asshole. I mean, I I get that he didn't clock onto it because of their previous dynamic and that's how they usually you know talk about people but as you say he did not read the room and Mm -hmm. should have considered her insecurities and the fact that she's super hormonal and that it's also his friend's girlfriend who he spends a lot of time with so Mm -hmm. yeah check yourself before you wreck yourself
0: (laughs) so now you need to I don't know like get her a massage that's good for pregnant women because it hurts to carry your baby and you know like make her feel good yeah like you got some work to do bruh
1: yeah man she's carrying your spawn so prepare yourself for mm-hmm. the rest of your life
0: <laughs> yeah no kidding well Another problem solved, fixed a man, helped a woman, took some ownership of her own shit. Yeah.
1: Really good episode, I think. <laughs> Once again, we've um, we've learned a lot about ourselves, yeah. about other people. Grown. Mm-hmm. We've given advice and, uh, yeah, as you say, we've grown
0: into better people. Every day is a school day, folks. Indeed, I can't wait for summer break when I don't have to learn anymore.
1: God, I'd love six weeks off, wouldn't you? Yeah, Adults would on a actually. Holiday. Shouldn't they just do that every few years? Just be like, yeah,
0: summer holidays are out. Everyone gets the summer off. I mean, yeah. I'd be really curious to see what would the world looked like when that happened. But yeah, Probably I mean, I wouldn't question So it. much happier and so much more <laughs> True. relaxed. True. Gemma for president. I
1: would not do that job. No, thank you. No, no hard pass no I'm hard to pass on that one well look guys if you would like to please send us in your embarrassing first dates terrible first dates or even wonderful first dates let's get mm-hmm. some wholesome shit on here
0: yeah that's true
1: we'd really like to hear them um if you also are wondering whether you've been an asshole in a situation and want us to help you out with our incredible advice um we can also do that mhm um and if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at talkshit to us at gmail.com. <laughs> I doubted myself halfway through saying that then. I was like I had it all going, and then I was like Yeah, I was thinking oh what she's got it? it
0: this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nearly. It was close. Talk, so talk- shit to us. At gmail dot
0: com. Yeah.
1: That was me <laughs> doing an American accent. I don't know if you
0: Oh, I thought I was saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just, just don't want to confuse anyone who's listening. Um, or get in contact with us on social media at TSYB Pod on Twitter, which X whatever that's called now, Instagram oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and TikTok. TikTok.
0: Tick tack. Tickety tock tack. Tick. TikTok. TikTok. Tick. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I'm I a geriatric know. millennial. I, I can't old. read. Everything <laughs> is so different. Myspace. Bieber. Yep. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait. We talked about that last time, right? With the little people. No,
1: Bieber was like like a Myspace-y
0: thing. Mm, we didn't have that. Oh. Poor you. We had LiveJournal, Myspace. Never heard of a LiveJournal. Yeah, I am. It literally was just you blog post. Yeah. So you could Google people's like diaries, which seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> yeah, it seems pretty invasive. <laughs> yeah, the would have that enjoyed that though. So. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. maybe I'll uh, read you some of his story because I have it. Off <laughs> <laughs> ah, air though. <laughs> yes, off air. All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Toodaloo! ta Tata. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. Adios. Auf Wiedersehen. Good day.